say this is Diego and I'm a jankster. This is Diego and I am a jankster. Okay, but say it like you mean it and you enjoy it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought we were still testing. This is Diego and I am a jankster. Eh, that's, that's better. Oh, all right, fine. All right, I guess I guess we know what we're gonna get from you today. Yep. <laughs> Not great quality. I mean, you have to juggle it to be on there, man. You get what you pay for. Uh, that's true. This is, we didn't pay for anything. So, yep, we're gonna get it. Uh, all right, man. Let's start this episode. All right, sounds good. Good morning. Whoop, whoop. What up, Dave? Dude, are you ready for, for the Christmas season? I mean, yeah. I mean, we still got to get through November, though, right? What? Oh, fuck November, dude. It's, it's November is just a precursor to December, which is Christmas season. But Halloween is over, which I'm so happy for that because no more scary shit. No more stupid commercials. Uh, do you enjoy the I- Halloween? Because the, the, the day this is released is going to be on Halloween. I know. Ironically, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I love Halloween. It's probably my favorite season. I do love Christmas, too. Like, It's kind of like this back-to-back so back kind of thing. But I'm just shitting on your favorite season right now. Yeah. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll have to tussle later, but no big deal. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I love Halloween. I, I always get in the festive mood. I love watching horror movies, all that kind of stuff. But, like... I mean, you know, I imagine when you go to any, like, department store or retail, any of that kind of stuff, like, Christmas starts in, what, August? So, I mean, it already gets overwhelming. Costco and Home Depot have, like, and Bed Bath & Beyond, too. They already have their their Christmas shit all out and, like, ready for sale. And, like, a lot of it is gone. It's too soon. Too soon. Is it, though? (laughs) I mean, well, I don't know. I guess, you mean, it's the same thing with uh, fall and Halloween, right? Because you get pumpkin spice by, what, July? So, I guess, I guess it's all relative in time yeah um but so okay so let's go back um halloween what are what are you gonna do for halloween man like what's your big halloween's on a monday this year which kind of sucks or does it does it suck because because that kind of gives you an excuse on monday to go out where normally like you know the weekend before like there's been a lot of halloween parties this this weekend you know so it's funny because i'm kind of a I, I, I usually work on Halloween and I usually am just a home buddy and I'll just stay home, watch, you know, get pizza, order movies and stuff. But this particular year, I'm actually going to go do something. Um, I'm going to go to Pasadena to go check out the Republic of Lucha. 
and the uh, the wrestlers, the Lucha Brothers, they're holding uh, a lucha. They're calling it Lucha Ween, and they're um, like showing a a luchador movie, like a horror movie with luchadors, and it's like it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be called like a little costume party, all that kind of thing. So, is it really like dressing up for them since they wear masks every day? I I know, really, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, for yeah, I guess they're doing like somewhat of a, a costume party, so they're inviting, encouraging people to get dressed up and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, I guess whenever day is a Halloween, I guess it's just uh, another Monday, right? Yeah, that's ministry. Wow, every day is a Halloween. Every day is Halloween. Uh, yeah, well, let me introduce uh, Jankster Diego, who's one of our top tier Patreon members, and and I can't thank you enough for that, Diego. Uh, right now, he is uh, filling in for Mugs, who is will be here shortly, hopefully. Um, it's just, uh, he's dealing with some stuff. Uh, but Diego, thanks for, for getting up early and, and recording with me, man. And, and course, Muggs, man. when he gets here, cause we got, we got, we got some, some questions for you, but, uh, but yeah, what, why, why are you up so early, man? Uh, why am I up so early? Cause I was asked to No, Um, ah, <laughs> I appreciate that. No, no, no worries. I mean, like I, I, uh, Weirdly enough, I am a morning person now. I used to be a late night owl kind of thing, but now that like because of my day job and stuff like that, it requires me to be up early in life. Yeah. So kind of you know, so this this was no problem getting up. As okay, as a as as a early person now, like what what did you like better? Did you like being a morning dude or a evening guy? That that's a tough question. Um, I love. I mean, I guess they both do the same thing. I love it like when it's quiet and it's serene. Like I love it when it's late at night, like at midnight, and everybody else is asleep, nothing's going on. Like that's when I'm kind of the most like at tranquility. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing with the morning. Like if I get up early enough, like at five or six, and like everyone's still asleep, like I love that calmness. So. I guess like to I guess it's still night because I love it when it's just dark out. You know what I mean? And nothing's going on. It's just quiet. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so how did you celebrate Croctober, Rocktober, Socktober? Like, like all the you, other Tobers? <laughs> all the Tobers. Yeah. Are you sad that October is now over? I mean, it flew by, but because I mean, you said yeah. you like Halloween, right? Like you're. Yeah. So. um what I like to do is I used I, I like to like make a list of horror movies that I've never seen before and then stuff I've you know revisiting or that I like to watch for the season that kind of stuff so like I I do make it a mission to just kind of revisit some movies or or watch some new stuff and like periodically throughout the month I'll just watch some you know some horror movies I I like to go to the movies too and just go like see some new shit that came out you know all that kind of stuff yeah all right well I mean I don't know if you listened to the last episode but Muggs and I gave uh, our our uh, our top suggestions for, for uh, scary yeah, movies. I, I, and they were probably terrible suggestions because none of us like scary movies. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, because I heard you guys talk about Terrifier too and I was like, oh yeah, I I uh because I was with mugs. It's hard to like describe exactly what it is, but it is like it is messed up, you know? Alright. You know what? Uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Have you seen it? I have seen it. Okay. Yeah. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If if uh you haven't seen Terrifier two and are not or want to watch it and don't want to be spoiled fast forward about two minutes so uh so i'm gonna give him a beat all right diego i'm never gonna see it so sure and i don't think a lot of people are gonna see it because it is so gross tell me right. what happens <laughs> like explain terrifier <sighs> 2 to me god so I think probably the most brutal scene is probably the home invade, like not home, inv well it is a home invasion, 
But uh, when Art the Clown, he basically mutilates this girl. He, like, fucking peels her face back. He, he breaks her arm. And then he even splits the bone. Like, and you oh. see it all, all in practical effects. And it's and – it's, So it comes out I of her arm? Kind of, yeah, yeah. Like, you see bone, and then he splits it. And, like, you know, it's just – it gets very gratuitous. It's very mean. And uh, it's grisly. You know, it's very grisly. But it's funny because – because it's so low budget, like it looks good, but it's also like it's not comically because the idea still gets to you. You know what I mean? But because yeah. it's low budget, it makes it easier to like digest it a bit. You know? Okay, um, yeah. But yeah, that, that's, I, I that's know what you're saying. The... Like, like you know, it's it's kind of like a B movie, so you're like, okay, this is it's kind of like comical in a way. Like it's the... comical, yeah. Like, it, and it's it's fucked up because like you know it's so dark, and you know, and Art the clown, like you know, he he plays up the clown aspect, and he starts laughing about what he's doing, and it's like, oh, like he treats it like he's like a silent movie character or something like that, where it's just like point and laugh kind of thing. But like, it's fucked up what we're seeing, you know? Yeah. Um, and where does that rank in the in the the Juggalo Diego scale of of horror movies? Um. I give it a solid seven, a seven oh, out of ten. If, have you seen um, Have you seen that Serbian film? That the a Serbian film, I guess it's called. But that I uh, remember you guys talking about it last year. Um, yeah. I uh, Omar, I haven't seen it, it yet. And, and Jankster Rachel watched it, and, and yeah, or have seen it, I should say. But um, but you have not seen that one. I haven't seen it yet. No. no. How about like Hostel, like? That, those are the movies that those are the only scary movies I know because I'm not a big scary movie fan. Yeah, host, oh yeah, that was a uh, that was the torture porn one, right? Like from ten years ago, fifteen years ago. Yeah, like where the guy plays soccer. They're playing soccer with someone's head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So what's your uh, what's your Juggalo Diego's top five scary movies that are like a must watch during Halloween time? Oh man. Um so tonight someone wants to get into the, into the mood and they have like a couple movies give them some options. Top 5 options to watch scary movies cuz I know ours sucked. So let's this is from someone who watches scary movies. Like my list was Damien. Like that's so old and like, like I'm sure that's so still I, well, creepy but Well it's... no, but no, The Omen's great though. Like here's the thing. I yeah. I think I I like to keep it kind of well-rounded so like you know, I I love classic stuff so i like i love going with the original halloween that's always a go-to right beep, beep, um beep, 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 beep. did you see Halloween yeah, right? ends? yeah i it, i sure did is it true that michael myers is only in it for like 15 minutes yeah he doesn't come in until the 50 minute mark yeah that's absolutely true um, really it was funny because back to back i saw halloween ends and then i saw terrifier 2 and yeah back to back. terrifier 2 <laughs> Well, not, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I saw Halloween ends on Friday, and then, like, that Monday or Tuesday, I saw Terrifier 2. Oh, got it. So, got like, it. You, you know, so um, it was, like, they were both fresh in my head, and Terrifier 2, like, I I like Terrifier 2. I, I think it's really long for what it is, but I still appreciated that one way more than Halloween ends, you know, because, like, I I get the ambition of Halloween ends, but um, it is, uh, yeah, I, I am not crazy about that one. And isn't it, like, the 10th Halloween movie? Like something like that yeah definitely yeah there's more halloweens than like jason's and freddy's <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah there sure is all right all right uh, I, I keep interrupting a, you so what's what's no, the, no, no what's the what's the janks the the, so, the juggalo diego top list that, that people i gotta watch? 
I gotta recommend Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. One of my all time favorite horror. What the fuck is that? I've never even so, heard of that. So this is this was what Dahmer wishes it was that that Netflix show. It yeah. wishes it was this movie. It's uh, Michael Rooker's first movie. Uh, if you guys remember him from um, what's that zombie show? Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, the guy that had the hook arm and all that stuff. This is his first movie. Um, it's ba- it's loosely based on Henry Lee Lucas, the serial killer, and. Similarly to Halloween, it's just about the nature of evil and the serial killer mindscape. And same thing with Terrifier 2 of like, it's a low budget movie, but it's so disturbing to watch. And it's nothing like, you see some really like horrific stuff, like the the home invasion scene where like, not a full on rape, but it's oh. uh, it's pretty borderline. But it's uh, it's it's terrifying. You know what I, I mean? And because of it, yeah, yeah it's it's uh, it, it really escalates the horror. Like it's it's just it's so nihilistic and it's just it's uh, it's disturbing. But it's a great great horror film. I love it. Um, I should I mean I should rephrase though. Like it's just it's the fact of like what it does. You know what I mean? It's such an effective movie. I guess is how I should phrase it. Yeah. Um. Uh, I for me, I'm a go-to for Chucky. I love Chucky movies. Um, I love those those series of movies. I think they're consistently the quality of those movies have always just been very fun and flamboyant and always out there and just you know. So for me, that's always a staple of like any any of those movies. They're a rock and they're they're all fun to watch. Yeah. Uh. I uh I'm a big fan of like you know throwing some horror comedies. I I love Ready or Not. Um. I don't want to repeat Cabin of the Woods like what you guys repeated because that's a great movie too. Ready or but, not um, is supposed to be like a really fun one. Is that a Blumhouse movie? I don't know. It's if a that Blumpkin is. movie. It's a Blumpkin movie. <laughs> oh, hey, hey Mugs. Mugs. Yo. Hey, Mugs. Whoop, we're whoop. just going through. Uh, Diego's a, a whoop, horror whoop. fan, so so we're going through some of Diego's top uh, movies um, because our I think our list sucked. So <laughs> so from a real horror fan, I, 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 he's giving us his his top five movies. And uh, all right, so so we got Henry the serial portrait killer, serial killer one, um, Chucky, and mm. now this one, and Ready or Not, Ready or Not. Yeah, that's a that's a fun horror comedy. I I can't recommend that enough. It's such a good movie. It's fun. It's it's cool. It's like it's goofy, but like it's lighthearted about it. But it's like a fun thriller horror kind of film, you know. But uh, it's really good though. Really excellent. Um, uh, ready or not? Yeah, ready or not? Yeah. Here yeah. I come. You yeah. can't hide. <laughs> I'm gonna find you. Oh, here we go. All right, the the top two movies now. Um, let's see. Uh, gosh, probably I I would like to go with a foreign film like uh, Record. That's a really good uh, Spanish horror film. That was um. You guys remember the movie Quarantine? From like yeah. way back when, like t- t- yes. So this is this is the original. This is the movie that it was inspired by. So, but it's um, but it's in uh, it's in Spanish, and um, really well done, really well executed. Not as like Hollywood polished, you know what I mean? And like, and again, I I like going with the lower budget films because there's just something about it that just adds to the creepiness of it, you know. Um, but yeah, it's the same premise as quarantine, like, you know, just shut down POV, you know, done on a, a video recorder, that kind of stuff. And really a really good shit though. All right. And number and one. Then, uh, number one. Um, number gosh. one. Number one. You know what? I, I'm going to go with the clown movie. I'm going to go with stitches. Hmm. Um, do bitches I, get stitches uh, or snitches? Shit. Snitches get stitches. <laughs> 
so it's a it's about a guy a guy who was a um a party clown who he's at a kid's party and these kids tie up his shoelaces and he falls over and he basically gets stabbed in the face by a butcher knife Oh, and so what? he he comes back as a as a ghost clown to get revenge on these kids like as their teenagers and it's funny because it's the closest thing that i can say of like i see p lyrics coming to life where it's just comical just over the top like there's a scene where like he pumps air into a kid's head and his head starts blowing up like a balloon and it just pops <laughs> like you know like it's so, just ridiculous it's so it's like an over the top like uh scary scary yeah like, yeah yeah it, it, yeah, it's like it's like it's not like Terrifier, but it's like it's still comical, but it's not as like gratuitous. It's just more goofy, you know. But it's yeah. really fun though. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks a lot. That was a uh, that was Jankster Juggalo, Jankster Juggalo Diego's top Halloween movies. So happy Halloween! I'm glad it's whoop, over. Whoop. Let's get ready for Christmas. Mugs, how was your week? Oh, it was great. It, it was fantastic. Yeah. Don't care. Oh, come on. Wait, wrong one. You couldn't even cut me off with the right one, you son of a bitch. Rude. Janky Town. Jack. Hit the ground. Jack. We can get the janky pop and that's a sound. Jack. Jack. We make your frown. Jack. Go upside down. Jack. It's getting janky. We the greatest pound for pound. What up, Mugs? Jack. What up, Dave? Jack. What up, Bro? Jack. What up, James? What up, Mugs? Jack. What up, Dave? Jack. What up, Bro? Jack. What up, James? It's getting janky. It's getting janky, it's getting janky. I love it when we jank around. It's getting janky, it's getting janky, it's getting janky. I love it when we jank around. Janky! Town. Yeah, episode 109 featuring Jankster Diego. I miss you, Jankster Diego. You know, you know, there's uh we've never done the juggle off with you and uh, my buddy Damien. It's, it's got to happen one day. Don't we bring that up, Muggs, because it's never going to happen. It's going to happen. True. I feel it. it I sense it. It has to empty, happen. Empty promises, Muggs. Yeah, empty I know. Empty promises. I know. Well, you know, if you do want to hear that, you can contact us. Tell us about it. Uh, many ways. <laughs> the Jank Line, 855-Janky69, jankytown69 at gmail.com, and then on Twitter and Instagram, Janky Town Six Nine. Nice. Well, like Muggs alluded to on co-hosting with us today is uh, flying your head Patreon member, Jankster Diego. Diego, welcome. Yay! Yes. Hey, yay! Hey, yay! Muggs and I have met you a couple of times, right? Like, I wouldn't even say many times. It's been a couple of times you come to like the meetups. Uh, that's like, I guess right, when we first right. met you, and then. Uh, uh, some, a board meetings and a couple of other things we've done in person. Yeah, it, yeah. It's always been a pleasure to hang with you, but you know, there's something that we found out about you that we, I, at least <laughs> I found interesting, and I don't know how Muggs feels about it, but you are a legit juggalo. Down with the clown till I'm dead in the ground. Yep. <laughs> Love it. So Love we're going to get to that a little later, but let, let's ask about Diego. Diego, how did you become a fan of the janky town how did how, oh, oh. How, how did how did you come to us how did we get lucky enough to pique your interest so i've been a kevin and bean fan since i don't know mid to late 90s something like that um and you know i it was it's always 
been my go-to radio show. You know, anytime when I was in a car and I needed the radio on or li- wanted to listen to a morning talk show, it was always Kevin and Bean for me. And I got into you guys like heavily, like when um, I, I worked as a driver back in 2015 and like every morning you guys were there and I started to get to know you guys a lot more and starting to get like into it a little bit more. And then um, when you guys started the B Team podcast, I started becoming really big fans of you guys like as individuals. And then, you know, when shit hit the fan in 2020, um, I was just overtly excited that you guys were coming back with a podcast. And yeah, I've just been kind of a loyal jankster. Very loyal. Yeah, thanks. Um, uh, what was your favorite part about um, the Kevin and Bean show, Diego? What really, what really perked your interest? Um, I think it, it had to be the lowbrow humor. And like, you know, because there's still references I still make to this day. Like, I still do Glendale. <laughs> Uh, Glendale, yeah, and, um, it's the best. And it 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 kind of rubs off, and like you know, with my friend groups and stuff like that, where like a lot of times they won't know what I'm talking about, and then I'll have to show mm-hmm. them the video, and uh, yeah, and so like it just becomes this weird big in joke now, you know what I mean? And it's like, <laughs> you know, the random drops, like you know, the good morning. I was just thinking about that all this morning, like just random random things like that you know and it's like it's just those random in jokes you know that nobody I, else is i would get. say that the drops is like our calling card was our calling card because bean was so good at it and it just sticks with you and, and you know to this day i still do that too as well in my own head i don't do it out loud because i'm not a crazy person but jenks uh, you mugs have said that, that you're gonna have a juggle off with his friend but you are a true juggalo for and what is a juggalo for those who don't what know. is a juggalo fuck if i know um <laughs> it's uh sorry that was a icp reference so like there is actually a Love song it. about what is a juggalo um i mean in a general sense it's just being a fan of icp um kind of having some core fundamental beliefs of just kind of being a good person being good to one another that kind of stuff and just loving life and enjoying it outside of just the music itself you know what i mean Um, and I mean, and it's just kind of like, uh, and for me personally, I've always taken as just being ambitious as hell, like honestly, because I mean, if you really look at those guys' careers and what they've done and the things that they've accomplished, it's, uh, it's wild. And for me, I, I've always looked at that as just being like ambitious as hell, you know, and just kind of running into it like a psychopath, you know? Yeah. Uh, What's the craziest thing you've ever been a part of uh, in that community or, or witnessed at a, at a gathering? Uh, craziest thing I've ever been uh, witnessed. Um, Excuse me. You, you know, okay, I guess you it's okay, Mugs? It's, yeah, no, I'm, I'm dying. That question took a lot out of me. <laughs> oh, sorry, Mugs. Don't die. Don't it's die right, on me yeah, now on this right. episode. I won't. I won't. <laughs> um, you know what? I won't say it's the craziest thing I've seen, but I think it's the, the crazy attitude that we've had Um, in the sense sure. of like, I will treat strangers like their family. Like that that is very real. Like you 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 meet somebody and you act like you've known them for years. Like I've given people a ride home that I've met that night kind of thing. Like you know that kind of thing of like, "Oh, dude, you you didn't have a ride home? Oh, fuck it, I'll take you home. No big deal." And like if I was any other rational sane person, they could have easily killed me. You know, any anything could have escalated and I don't know who this person is, but like because of the fact that we're juggalos and we're all down, it just I don't know. There's that weird trust and you just kind of, you know, to just kind of pay it forward kind of thing, you know? What is it about yeah. 
ICP's music that attracted you, or was it the community? What 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 is it that about the ICP? Community. Because for the longest time, ICP was like a joke, and now like they're just so big now, and the Juggalo community is like I would say like respected, right? Like before I, they were like the the, the, the castoffs, and now they're you respect their community and their love for each other. Well, because I, it's it's funny that you're saying that because when I first um, came out as a juggler, I guess to put it, um, like you came in out. Two thousand, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? In, in two thousand eight, it was. Uh, oh man, I I got some some backlash on that, and that was right before miracles happened too. Um, I don't know what miracles and, is. What is miracles? Like like, do you remember that song? And it was like a meme for a while where they would just kind of like list things that they thought were beautiful or or react. It was like fucking magnets. How did that work? Like that's where that came from. <laughs> Hold on. We got a theory about magic and miracles. That's right. That's right. If magic is all we've ever known, then it's easy to miss what really goes on. But I've seen miracles in every way, and I see miracles every day. Ocean span and beyond my sight, and a million stars way above them at night. You don't have to be high to look in the sky and know that's a miracle. Open wide. Look at the mountains, trees, the seven seas, and everything chilling. So, I love it. So that is miracles, and they're just asking questions, essentially. Essentially, essentially, yeah. Yeah. Well, he, they, mean, he, in that one little verse, we heard he's uh, I seen eighty five thousand people together. So is that kind of like where it got you and was like brought you into ICP's music? Exactly. Um, I I'll never forget when that song came out. I you know when I heard that on the album, I didn't think twice about it. It was just like, oh, it, they're being sentimental. They always do that. They always have a song where they're sentimental and they they're appreciated about the community that they have and all that kind of stuff. And I and then but somehow when that video came out, it just went viral. And I remember I had people ask me like, I don't get it. Like, what is the appeal? And then I tried to describe that to them, and then they were just like, okay, man, whatever. And I'm like. Uh, all right okay cool. to, to circle back on the origin question so yeah. i started initially it started as a joke one of my best friends his girlfriend used to pick on me because i used to wear these like really big baggy goth pants and she used to say like oh you look like a juggalo and she used to just kind of hammer that in and as a joke for christmas she gave me a an icp t-shirt and I'm the kind of person that just says, like, look, if you're going to give me something I'm go- and if it looks cool, I'm going to appreciate it and I'm going to wear it. But I don't like to wear a shirt if I don't know what it's about. Right. So <laughs> so you did I, research I, on your shirt, on your Christmas gift? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like I because I, I'm like, you know, I mean, I know like people don't like to wear band shirts if they don't know what you know, if they don't actually listen to music, that kind of stuff. Right. And I um, so I, I checked out the Great Malenko and I was going to just start it as a joke of just be like, I'm going to like them ironically. But I fell in love with that album, and then I kind of just started, the more I looked into it, the more I was like, oh, this is actually really speaking to me. And I actually really dig it on, and I will say it bluntly, an artistic level. And, um, and then it just kind of escalated when I started get, going to shows and started meeting random people. And, like, it's just one of those things, like, I, I have, like, a lot of burned memories of, like, you know, being at a Walmart with my mom. And this guy randomly comes up to me, and I talk to him like I've known him forever. And my mom was like, who's that guy? I was like, oh, I don't know. And she's like, 
what what do you mean and i'm like well he's a juggalo and just we both knew that and we both were just talking about the music and you know the new records all that kind of stuff and and she just would always she always references that to me because whenever she thinks about jug like me being a juggalo that's what she thinks of is those random memories of me meeting random people like and i've known them for years kind of thing you know and i i just kind of stuck with it because of that it's just like you know they those um, Violent J and Shaggy Two Dope, they mean a lot to me with the the stuff that they have accomplished. It's always been very inspirational to me. And like, I don't know, it's just it's one of those things. It's like you either kind of get it or you don't. You know what I mean? Especially and yeah. like, and I'll I'll say this much: I have a lot of friends that are very curious about it, and enough so where they went to shows with me just because they wanted to say they had done it, and they always tell me either they would go back or it's one of the best shows they've ever seen interesting because it's just it's just that fun mugs you went to a juggalo show right didn't we send yeah, you went, one in the rain yeah i went to the gathering in uh downtown la that was the, i was there i was at that one mm-hmm. oh i wish i would have seen you yeah but you know i was talking to juggalos everywhere from all walks of life from every part of the country and they were all really cool they were all super nice i think i think you guys got a you get a bad rep yeah, I mean, I, I look, I, it's it's weird because it's a twofold thing. Because I know a lot of it just stems from the '90s. Because like I know Juggalos were really bad then, and it was just really like obnoxious. And I get it too, because when I first got into it, I was really annoying, and I was really like that was like my identity for a while. Yeah. And then you know you just kind of mellow out, and then you know you know the hype dies down. And but like it's still like a part of who I am, and it's still like I really dig it. And it's like I'm very adamantly into these guys, and I love the music, and I love the community. So, but it's just. It's kind of it, it, it gets to a point where the jugglers a lot of times like lack self-awareness. But I think there's worse now that there's worse things to be than a juggalo. I think a lot of people just kind of got over, you know, the, the stigma of being a juggalo, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, have you ever been to the gathering of the juggalos in wherever in middle America where it's at the big, I, big I, festival? I have yet to do it yet. No, I haven't done it yet. Okay, because I I did see that family underground that that uh the, that, the documentary that, right yes I did yeah, watch it and it was fascinating but like is that does that happen everywhere where it's like because obviously this, let's talk about something but it happens at every single festival where people share drugs and different types of things and but like uh we're we're because in in the documentary it gets like there's some people who are just fucked up on on drugs and of course it's, that's, that happens to all festivals so i'm not judging that right. but what i am judging is like what's the isn't there a certain food that all the juggalos eat uh yeah, uh, well, our, Cola. yeah our diet is uh is um <laughs> what is it it's fago uh, right like <laughs> It's Fago and uh, the, what's the cigarettes? Newports, Newports and <laughs> nice. Fago. That's oh, our diet. Menthols, baby. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. My God, do you do you uh, partake in in that diet? I I did when I was into it, and uh, I, I I'll tell you when I was a fat kid, it it did not do well for me, man. I was I got sick a lot. Um, I I laid off on the cigarettes. I occasionally have Fago every now and then. Well, it's hard to find here now, right? Like, it's, it's like an import. Like, you have to get it at the exotic snack stores or whatever, right? Yeah, like like Rocket Fizz, I know, carries them. And actually, I've seen them at BevMo, too. Oh, really? Well, yeah, BevMo has some weird shit. Um, well, I mean, if you, ha- if, if you had to give some, like, introductory songs to ICP, 
give me three songs that I I will listen to and be like, okay, I I, I kind of get it because I still don't get it, you know, and and I I yeah. still don't, I still don't dig their music. Mugs, are you a fan of the music? Like, did you listen to it when you were doing like interviews and all that? Or uh, I I never grew up with ICP, but I I've heard a lot of their songs, and there are some songs I really love. Down with the Clown is probably maybe that's probably the most main one, but like I love that song. Yeah, it's fun. Um, I would recommend I probably the ones I got into to be honest. Um, Boogie Woogie Woo from the Great Malenko yeah. album. Um, <laughs> Homies, love it. Homies is good and um, Rainbows and stuff. Love it. I like that title. I like that title. It, it's right, a, that's a funny song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rainbows and stuff. That's a funny song. <laughs> what about Miracles, man? Is that the one that got you into it, right? <laughs> Well, no, I, I was already into them right before Miracles. I was there right before that bomb went off. Um, Dude, so far when they listened to me, it sounded like a Lonely Island song. <laughs> like, have you ever seen the pop star that song Incredible Thoughts? I don't know. No, I haven't heard that one. It's, it's like, uh, he's like, what if a janitor was really smart? <laughs> okay, never mind. I'm the only one who saw that movie, I guess. <laughs> But uh, oh, cool, man. Well, hey, thanks for talking to us about uh, some some juggalo shit. And uh, what's with the whoop whoop? <laughs> so the thing is, ICP has made up their own lingo, and it just kind of stuck. Like I I've been trying to figure out what does whoop whoop actually mean. Like yeah. where did that actually come from? But it was just something they started to say. And I don't know if it was just a Detroit thing, like when they were just starting their you know when they were starting their community back there. But um, I, as far as I know, it started like in 95 and it was just like it was just the calling card. Like that's just like, you know, when you ran into a juggalo, it was just like, oh, instead of saying what's up, you'd just be like, whoop, whoop. And it was just that like it was a celebrational kind of thing, you know, and it just kind of stuck. It's not like a secret thing when you're in public and you're just like, hey, whoop, and you're like, oh, you're whoop, 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 whoop. So here's something funny about that, right? Here's something funny to that. A year ago. It's the juggalo alarm system. Uh oh. Is that who? Who's that, who's that from? It's not. That's, it's not that's me. coming from me. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you okay, mugs? Everything right? Yeah, everything's fine. No, no, okay. we're just being robbed. We're being, I, we're being, uh, we're being taken over. We're being invaded right now. Oh, good time. Go. All right. All right. Um, continue. Okay. I, I'll, I'll just, I'll just say this uh, to to cater what Dave was talking about. So a year ago, um, I was working this job, and this guy, and like, it was like my first couple of days onto it, and. I, uh, I was wearing my Juggalo shorts, like it was, and it just had the Hatchet Man on it. Like if you looked at it, you wouldn't have noticed, but it's like you wouldn't notice it was Juggalo shorts. But it was just cargo shorts, and it had the Hatchet Man logo on it, right? Love it. And I didn't think anybody would notice. And this guy comes up to me, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, did I do something wrong? Did I get in trouble?" Blah blah. And he like starts creeping up on me. I'm like, "What is he gonna tell me off?" And he's like, "Whoop whoop." And he just says it so quietly, and I'm like, "No way, you're down." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm down." And it was, but it was just so funny because I don't know if he just publicly didn't want people to know or like but he literally came up to me and just said it's as lowly as he could he's like whoop whoop it, was he in a suit and he's all like whoop whoop and underneath his his tie it's like a icp shirt i guess i don't know it was just like it was just wild like i he looked like a normal regular dude i wouldn't have guessed otherwise but yeah it was just i thought he was gonna come to yell at me and then he was just like whoop whoop and i'm like oh shit what up awesome. um all right, so the community is – it sounds really cool. It sounds like you guys really are like – like I guess how they say, family. 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 
family. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah so it's that, very real. That's pretty cool to hear those stories of of like you out in real life and people just like talking to you and and being cool with you and and you know people probably have your backs and stuff and you like you having other people's backs. So so that's a kind of a cool community and. And I wish uh, you continue to do it, and, and it makes me oh, happy. Thanks, man. Um, oh, I know, man. Thank you. Yeah, uh, something else that I saw on on uh, Diego's Instagram mugs, mm-hmm. and I don't know if if you uh, follow El Diego at a. Uh, I do. Yeah. All Instagram right. well, Black well, Crow five two one. Thank you. Yeah. What's the five two one for? Uh, it's my birthday. Five okay. tw- May twenty first. All right. There you go. See, I'm All very right. creative. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> All right, but dude, we gotta congratulate you because not only are you a cool ass jankster, you're a cool ass juggalo, but you went on this mission, this mission for what? It's been like over what two, three years? Five years. Five, Five years. years? Mugos, yeah. I don't know if you're aware of this, but motherfucking Diego lost over a hundred pounds. Yeah, dude, I saw that. A hundred and sixty-four pounds. Yeah. Wow. I, uh, wow. I started. I started at yes, uh, yes, 374. <laughs> 374. I started at 374, and I am now at 210. Yeah. Wow. That is amazing. Uh, Diego, how? I mean, like, I we know how mugs did it with stress and and cigarettes and running. <laughs> how did you do it? Uh, and what determination? What, what, yeah, but what was what was the point where you said, you know what, fuck this, I gotta, I gotta do something because let's see, so, we've known you for about what a year now, and yeah. I can honestly say, I don't recall you being a big guy. Like you're a tall guy, I, but I don't remember I, I you being a big guy. I will have to show you photos. I have to show you photos because yeah, it, it's weird because you know because I'm tall, I was able to carry my weight pretty decently, but like. Yeah. When I look at photos, like I do see it now. Like it, it was crazy because you know you look at yourself every day. You don't it, you don't register how you look yeah. different, right? And so I just never noticed how round I really was. But what started it was like in 2017. It was just a really rough year. Like I got in a car accident. Um, had to go to court. I like dumped all my savings to get a new car for that to get totaled, um, and then not to get dark. But then a, a friend of mine took his life. Oh, and uh, and sorry. like it really you know it, it, it was it, it's something i'm still dealing with and it's like you know it was just it, it, it was a rough patch but it was one of those things that made me really like reassess my life and really wanted to like for lack of a better word i wanted to fight back you know what i mean like i wanted to just do something for myself and like and part of that was wanting to lose weight and so um and i started it very gradually like i i, I played the long haul and i'm very patient and you know i i was losing 20 pounds here or there and then like um i don't know throughout the journey like uh within a year i think i lost about 70 pounds and i hit like 300 i think so by the end of 2018 i lost 70 pounds and then um you know the next two years was just rough because the pandemic hit um i was pretty stagnant and um you know i was fluctuating and i i couldn't get over that hump of losing like more than you know losing getting under 300 pounds and um by 2021, I started to do calorie counting. And um, when I started to do that and I started to kind of really narrow in my focus, like I, I started to lose weight again and I started to lose that last, like um, however many pounds that is, uh, 90, I guess. Yeah. Um, and oh, wow, I didn't even think about it that way. But yeah, it, it took me like a year and a half to lose like 90 pounds. And yeah. Wow. Damn. Dude, that's and incredible. How did, yeah, how did you do that with coming to the Jankster meetups and throwing down some, some drinks? And- <laughs> 
uh discipline discipline and a lot of patience like i mean you know there was like i i remember when uh what was it the first um Jenks to meet of what you bought us like tacos like at three in, at three in the morning or something like that yeah. and i was like <laughs> and i was like i had to like i was like I'll, I'll have one i'll have one you know and it's like i love those tacos and it's hard like but um for me it was a lot about discipline and patience and portion i like what initially doing i was doing portion controls and kind of just shrinking my appetite or like if i was to eat bad i would be like okay that's my big meal. I'm not going to have anything else for like the next, um, for the next few hours or like, mm -hmm. you know, for the next day or something like that. Like, you know, like occasionally I, like my favorite fast food place is Tommy's. So like I would Ugh. like indulge on chili fries and, and <laughs> sorry, man. I just, I just um, think diarrhea. Now I know how you lost <laughs> your weight. So, Ugh. Hey, look, I got a strong stomach. I'm able to take that like a champ. No big deal. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it was just one of those things of just kind of like, portion controls and then like doing uh i used to do intermittent fasting for a little bit um and then like i would kind of just restructure it into my own way of like what would work for me and try to listen to my body too because that was the other thing like everybody's body is so different and it's hard to like give exact advice of like hey this is going to work for you and it's just it's just kind of like whatever your body can adapt to and what it's used to and what it can take and handle you know what i mean and um yeah, and I just I just kind of try to work it like that way, where it's like I wouldn't try to punish myself of too much of like, you know, I, I'd indulge every now and then, but I just try to be smart about it, you know. Nice, nice. Well, congratulations, man. That's a uh, it's quite the achievement. And it, listen, it I guess it just takes something to to, to get your mind straight and 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 get you going. So mugs, you could be happy, man. <laughs> I believe I'll, in I'm you, gonna muggers. Yeah. I'm gonna try. Yeah, I'm gonna try. But uh, so. Now let's let's get to to a normal episode, right? Like Diego, <laughs> you're gonna hang on for as much as you can, right? And then uh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Mugs, are you ready to let's talk about it? Uh, yeah. Let's let's talk about it, baby. <laughs> let's talk about you and oh, real quick, yeah. Salt and Pepper getting their star on the Walk of Fame this uh, what is it Thursday? Okay, cool. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Are, are you and me going to go line up, Muggos, and get uh, get some autographs? Hells yeah. <laughs> Yo, Spinderella, though, right? Huh? Huh? She's hot. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, um, you know who else is hot right now? Taylor Swift. You guys, uh... Uh, you guys listen to that new album? Uh, no, sorry, no. 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 Diego, no, you're sorry. not you're not whoop whooping it up with with T Swizzle. I, I, I'm not I'm not whooping it with the Swiddler. No, <laughs> Swiddler. All right. Well, you guys have heard about her song "Antihero," right? The "Hi, it's me." Yeah. Um, the problem, it's me, which is a great lyric. But uh, but so she she released a video for it, and um, in the video. She steps on a scale, and this, I guess, Diego goes to back to your weight loss. And, and <laughs> I have it, comments. Yeah, and it goes to fat, right? She looks on the scale and it says fat, and so that 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 was released. And now in that video, it has been edited out. They took out the fat part out of it because people have complained. One fan even responding to the video saying Taylor Swift's music video where she looks down at the scale where it says fat is a shitty way to describe her body image struggles. Fat people don't know you have it reiterated yet again that it's everyone's worst nightmare to look like us. Now, 
cool or not cool? Like, like, mm-hmm. do you think that's worthy of of like an edit? Because honestly, no. if that's your if that's your body image, like if your that's hers, right? Like, like I'm fat, so I I, I didn't take that as a personal attack. Like, I mean, I, yeah, like for me, like I, I I think it's just kind of absurd to to edit you know your own work just because of demands from your fans or from an audience that's over there, you know? Um, but I mean, even in this instance, I don't think there's anything, it's not body shaming because it's just, because isn't the idea behind the song is just about her talking about like how hard she is on herself. So yes. like, you know, and so like, you know, the, the fat thing, it's just obviously just being over the top and she's just beating herself up when she's fine, you know? And it's just, it's about her personal struggle. So the fact that it's like, you know, she's getting kind of, ironically bullied for being hard on herself it's kind of crazy to think about yeah yeah i mean listen if you make a if you do something that people get offended by i get like you know lizzo and beyonce changing some lyrics because they were using like the word spaz or something which was also kind of trippy but at least they they listened and they said okay cool like i i get i get your problem with this one i I don't know i I didn't uh, see it um but something else that happened yesterday Muggos, did you see anything from the Jake Paul Anderson Silva fight? I saw bits and pieces, and it's the same fucking shit that that guy always does. He challenges a retired MMA fighter and ends up getting the win or the decision. It's just, I mean, it's stupid. Okay, I figured it out yesterday because, by the way, God bless TikTok. God bless TikTok. TikTok? Yes. God bless it because there's always someone streaming and we don't have to pay for it or I don't have to go to some sketchy site. Yeah. All right. So I watched the whole fight and uh, listen, Muggs, I kind of got to give it to Jake Paul because I think I I figured it out. I figured it out. What he's doing is actually pretty genius now. And I think it took me – for this fifth fight now, sixth fight, because first it was with YouTubers, but he's making so much money challenging these MMA fighters, and he's so hateable that people are paying to watch him get knocked out. But if you watch the fight like yesterday, I thought for for sure this was going to be a draw, and then it was going to try to propel him to his next real fight because Anderson Silva is a respected like kind of boxerish right guy. Um even though he's like one of the best MMA fighters ever, the fight is such a staged fight. It is a WWE event. It is for your entertainment. And yeah. I think now he's doing a good job at doing that. From the from the announcement to the promotion to the press conferences to the actual fight. Because if you watch the fight, Anderson Silva could was was tagging him and like moving around, but then wouldn't do anything, like, enough. He, he he danced enough that he let Jake Paul, like, kind of command the fight, so he got the decision. Jake Paul knocked him down once. Was that legitimate or not? I don't know. It, it, was, it was a good punch, but Anderson Silva was his hands down walking around, you know, but that's what Anderson Silva does. That's what he did to Chris Weinman, and he got knocked the fuck out, so... Was it legit? Uh, I don't know. Like it, I, I don't think the 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 boxing match was legit. But I think as a whole, as an overall show, as a spectacle, Jake Paul and I, I didn't think I would say this because he's so hateable, right? 
but Jake Paul did a good job with the Anderson Silva fight, and it is an event, and it's just for your entertainment. It's not real boxing because he's not going to fight a real boxer. Does Never. that would, would would that change your mind at all, Mugs? No. <laughs> no, I, I, it's it's it, it is a WWE event. I agree with you in that, but it's just. Okay, sorry. cool. Thanks. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jakey. And I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. It is a WWE event, and that's exactly how people have to go see it, or else they're going to just be upset and mad. And, and you know what? It's not. It's it's time to stop being mad. If you don't like the guy, I get it. Like, I'm never going to give him any of my money. So right. just that's what people need to do. We need a bootleg shit. Yes, exactly. Just bootleg it. Yes. Fuck it. Got Wait. it. Done. Yeah. All right. It's time for Fast Stories About Fast Food. Love it. This is going to be really fast because. Go. 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 Hurry up. Go. Go. Do it. Do it. What are you waiting for? I, uh, <laughs> I appreciate every all the Jankses who reached out to me because, guys, it is McRib season. Yeah, but Dave. Yes. <gasps> you heard the news, right? What? Uh, they're probably gonna discontinue that thing for good. Says who? The, Says McDonald's. It's the, it's the farewell tour. Yeah. What? Do you guys actually believe the McRib is going away? Um. Well, how many farewell tours have Kiss done? <laughs> Remember Michael Jackson? This is it. No, this is it. That's it. He's no. done. You guys, Mc, McDonald's put the McRib on a McRib farewell tour in 2005. And then they repeated that tour for the next three years. Now, do you think it's really going away? It is possibly the biggest sandwich that McDonald's ever has. And you know, yeah, it's, but it, it's, it's funny. It's just be- not good. But it is good, Muggs, and you're wrong. You're so wrong. It, it, it's it, fine. It's okay. Thank you, Diego. As see someone who's who's lost over 170 pounds still it, likes I, the McRib. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't say I liked it. I said it's okay, Dave. Let's let's not twist. I'm I'm in the he middle. He loves one. it. He had two of them this morning. I don't appreciate you twisting my words here, sir. <laughs> Listen, and people, I've seen the video of of the way the McRib is made. I don't care. It's delicious. Stop it. And I appreciate you that you were worried that I was going to be sad that the the farewell tour has begun. But you know what? I already had my my McRib for the season. And if I wasn't so fat, I would have them every day. But I'm not. But and I enjoyed it. But thank you. Thank you so much for letting me know the McRib was here. And it was a, it was quite the surprise because I know oh, usually they come in November. But yeah, that, that was that was cool. Uh, Muggos, um, we talked about the mcdonald's happy meal the adult happy meal yeah yeah did you ever get one did, did you get yours no dude and it, oh my god i'm so bummed because um i wanted to get one of those toys not because i what we're gonna talk about but i just wanted <laughs> to have one of those toys and i had the opportunity and i was like no nah, i'll get you know what next time i'm mcdonald's I'll, I'll, when i come back i'll get it diego nope. did you did you get the the adult happy meal I, I didn't. I honestly, I didn't know this was a thing until you guys were talking about it. And I was, because uh, all I had was, I think for a point of reference, was Grimace that they came out with an adult 
toy grimace. Yeah, with four and, eyeballs. And I thought, well, here's the thing. I thought it was a, I thought it was a butt plug. <laughs> and I thought they were being funny. Like I was like, do they know what they're doing? Because it just, you know, grimace looks like a butt plug, and they called it an adult Happy Meal toy. And I'm like, oh, this is okay, cool, right on. Like, Good you're, for you you're guys. Like, oh, we're going that adult, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, dude, mugs, I think we missed out because we should have done this just for monetary value. The McDonald's Happy Meal toys list for $300,000 on eBay. What? $300,000 on eBay. The McDonald's Cactus Plant Flea Market boxes, also known as the Happy Meal for Adults, have only been available for a month. A month. But they A month. <laughs> But they sold out so fast. Each box came with four collectible figurines. Birdie, a Grimace, the Hamburglar, and the Cactus Buddy, which is the worst toy. Um, <laughs> and But now these boy, these toys have uh, – these boys <laughs> have <laughs> popped boys. up on eBay with some listing as high as $300,000. Now, those are listing. So ain't no one paying that shit, dude. Like that guy's dumb, whoever's listening for that because – you also have to like pay eBay if you do uh, sell that, but dude, some you could get all toys for as little as eighty eight dollars on eBay as well. So, are they really that valuable? Uh, probably dude, not. Dude, three hundred. Yeah, dude, come on. Who would spend that? No, just no. That's. Did it sell for one? Did it sell for that? It didn't say, but it's listed as one. So, if someone wants to pay the three hundred thousand dollars. I think uh, it's all speculative shit, you know? Yeah, it's just people being like, oh, it's, they're all sold out. Well, maybe in but, a year or so. You know, who knows? But it's like, it's like the, it's like what McDonald's always does. Like, you remember, like, those those um, uh, Disney glasses they'd sell back in the 90s or, like, you know, the Beanie Babies. Like, all that, like, kind of like, oh, limited time, low quantity kind of stuff. And then yeah. it's all speculative market. Like, it's probably that same shit, you know? Hey, I still have Szechuan, Szechuan sauce so if, from Szechuan. the Rick and Morty era so if you want that i'll take 10 grand for it and and there you go uh, you know the szechuan sauce is yours um all right guys we had diego on talking about his journey but the jank says this is now becoming a health and 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 fitness uh podcast because we want we want our janks to be healthy so let's get healthier 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 let's get healthier Healthier, let's get healthier. The uh. Jaxes are gonna let your body talk. I don't know. I don't, I don't know where I'm going with that one. I still need to work on that one. But Mugs, t- tell us about how something can make you feel better if you're feeling down. What What can you do if you're feeling down? Um, drugs. <laughs> no, <laughs> not drugs. Read the Las, dr- Las drogas. Read the story, Mugs. If you're feeling down, Diego, down, down. are you uh-huh. down with the clown, Tell Diego? If you're feeling down with, if you're feeling down with the clown, I, I mean, I want you to try something, okay? Uh-huh. What I want you to try, okay? I want you to look up into the trees, look up into the sky, look up under maybe your front porch, and try bird watching for a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then what? And then because, what? <laughs> because I'm, I'm going to tell you, because it might make you feel, no pun intended, Diego, chirpy. Oh. 
Yeah. Data collected from an app called Urban Mind, 1,200 people worldwide, and found seeing or hearing birds is linked to improved mental well-being. I'm hearing birds chirping right now, and it's actually perking me up. Actually, I'm hearing. Is that from you, Dave? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. There's yeah. birds outside. I want to shut the fuck up, birds. Participants were asked three that times a day if they could see or hear birds, followed by questions regarding their mental state. There is growing evidence on mental health benefits of being around nature, and we uh, intuitively think that the presence of bird song and birds w- would h- help lift our mood. Ryan uh, Hamoud of King's College conducted the study. So thank you, Ryan. Um, and he also mentioned bird watching cannot also be beneficial for those without mental health conditions, but could also have a positive impact on those with depression. Well, it looks like I need to look at some birds. Yeah, man. And chirp yeah, th- up, you know? Yeah, just go outside and bird watch, dude, and then you'll be happy. Yeah, that'll fix everything. <laughs> All <laughs> right, guys, I got it. I got it. I-, I got what really will make you happy. All right, I'm ready. All right, this is this is for the the inside of you. You're feeling down. You're you're having a rough time at life, and I found something that is just gonna make you feel better perk you right up fake a smile just fake it fake smiling may actually help you be happy right a stanford shuddy uh, shuddy a stanford study has shown that facial (laughs) feedback hypothesis may carry some weight meaning smiling could help you improve your mood researchers asked three 1,900 participants to mimic smiling or remain neutral while looking at a blank screen or cheerful images like puppies or kittens. Results mm-hmm. found an increase in happiness when participants mimicked smiles. The mm-hmm. effort is not strong enough to overcome depression, sorry mugs, but does suggest a link between expression and emotion. We experience emotion so often that we forget to marvel just how incredible this ability is, scientist Nicholas Coles says. You guys, we've been doing this all wrong. Just fucking fake it. Fake being happy and your body will follow along. Yes. What, what's that adage about like smiling on the outside but crying on the inside? That That's what that sounds like to me. Is it, isn't that smile now, cry later? <laughs> yeah. So, see, yeah. I like, saw it on a tattoo once on a, on a homie's uh, arm. <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Boop, whoop. Yep. So, Jank says, we just want you to be happy. So, if you, if you're feeling down... Just go outside, watch a bird, and if that doesn't make you feel any better, just fucking smile and fake it. Just pretend. I, I just say just cry. Let it all out. Yeah. Laugh now, cry later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love it. Uh, well, I'm going to pretend I'm happy that this uh, – I'm kind of sad that this podcast, this episode is now is, – we're kind of done with it. So It's over? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So I, I long, think so. farewell, a theater's and goodbye. What the uh. fuck is that? No, no theater kids out there. Okay, no, I was referencing. What was it called? The Sound of Music. Uh oh. Is there a goodbye uh, ICP song? Yeah. <laughs> the hills are I'm alive. Sure, see, Mux gets it. Um, I there should be a goodbye song, but I'm on the spot, so I can't think right now. But <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't have one for uh, a whoop whoop bye. Whoop whoop bye. Whoop whoop. Is there is there a, a, a is there a, a farewell that the 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 juggalos do like the way they say yeah. goodbye to each other. You ready? Yes. Okay. Well, uh, what Jack yeah, says. Th- thanks for joining us. And Diego, thanks for joining us. So, 
Whoop, whoop. That's it? Beautiful. That's my goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. ubiquitous. It's a hello and it's a goodbye. It's like aloha. Exactly. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Love it. All right, Jankses. We'll see you next week. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Squish. I love this podcast.